Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hi, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full episodes are released every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit, which is audio taken from one of the live videos on my social channels. This one is from the Instagram lives that I do every Friday with ex-GB athlete, fellow coach, and my friend, Joe Wilkinson. To follow us both on Instagram, just search for Running with Jake and Running Joe 10K. Let's get into it. It's an important subject all year round, but I think at the moment, as we get into the dark, cold, hello, winter months, it's even more important to talk goal setting. <laughs> That's the intro done. How are you, Joe? You well? I'm good. I'm very good. It's been half term. I've had a good week. Yeah, you're looking pretty chilled out. I know we've exchanged a few messages this week, obviously yeah. talking about the big subject today that is goal setting. Goal setting. Or setting goals. Or setting goals. We did, <laughs> yes, we did debate We basically spent a week trying to work out which way it is, but you mm. know, focus gonna, on the little things or maybe the big things. We're going to talk about goals because look, let's face it, <laughs> it's got to start with a goal, hasn't it, for, for everybody. It and I, I have quite a few thoughts around goal setting or setting goals and I know you do as well. So let's yes. kick things off, Joe. You can start. Tell <laughs> me, tell me, tell me, tell me. When we talk about setting goals, what's some of the things, what's the first thing that kind of jumps into your mind? What's, what's important? What should people be considering? Right. Races, which is probably not a great thing to say right now, <laughs> given that there aren't many. However, I was sort of thinking, as we often do, we talk about this at the beginning of the week. What are we going to talk about? And I think about it all week when I'm running. Don't be put off by the fact that whatever in the calendar is quite a long way off in the calendar. Because to be honest, as an elite athlete, we were often looking 12 months ahead. So have some, I think the first thing is time scale. Just because your goal's quite a long way away doesn't mean it's not a good goal to set. And in fact, that often gives you a bit more flexibility um, around setting goals. So I think races, running, ultimately, it's about performance, isn't it? That's what we all want to achieve. So have a goal in your mind that is possibly a race, given how things might pan out, or maybe not. But, you know, a target to work towards, a race, a distance, a time, and then we can work backwards from there. I think that's great, <laughs> actually, what you said. But it, it is, you say, possibly a race because it doesn't have to be does it and no. one of the things that's really really important for me and i try and get this across to people that follow me the runners that i coach is it's got to be your goal it's got to resonate strongly with you it's got to be meaningful to you not the next yeah. person not your club mates you know a lot of us will talk about use that word should well i should be faster <laughs> or i should achieve this goal or i should or, set or this dare time. i say my bugbear I should run a marathon. Oh, Based on I what? I really like running 10Ks and 5Ks. <laughs> Absolutely. It's got to be your goal. I think that's massively important, you know. And, and mm. it doesn't have to be a race. Obviously, now at the moment, it's a bit crazy, isn't it? And all these races shoved into next year. I'm generally quite patient myself, generally. I try and practice what I preach. Mm. Uh, uh, try and practice what I preach. I'm generally patient where races are concerned. I mean, I'm working towards Manchester next year. A lot of my guys are that I'm coaching. And we know it's ages away, but as you touched on, it's not that far away. And if we're no. going to take something out of your book, you know, being a, 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 a great athlete, a high-level athlete competing for the country, then actually what, what we really need to do is say, well, let's give ourselves a big enough time frame. Because I think timing's quite important, isn't it, when setting goals? Yeah. What's your thoughts on that, Joe? I think the key is, whatever your goal is, in some ways, I would say to people, the further away it is from where you are now, 
and I'm talking about the actual goal itself, not in time scale, does then reflect the time scale. So you can only, anybody, no matter who you are, can only improve a certain amount over a certain time. There is no shortcut to that. That comes back to what we, we'll probably touch on later around being realistic about the level of work you need to put in to achieve your goals. So that, in some ways, when you're thinking about what goal am I going to set, sometimes we, we have these lovely arbitrary things, don't we, like sub three hours for the marathon or sub four hours. But how far that is away from where you are now really depends on when you need to be aiming to achieve that goal. So if you're currently running four hours for the marathon or three hours 30 and you want to run a sub three, that's going to take longer than if your goal was 320 because you've got more training that needs to be done, more preparation, more more specific stuff, more time that will be needed. So, you know, I, I would say, look, at you have to be ambitious, but you have to be a little bit realistic as well. And you have to look at where am I now? What do I want to achieve? And what's the possible time scale that is going to take me to move from here to there? And then you might have to adjust some of those things. So you might have to adjust the end goal. You might have to move that back or you might be able to move it forward if you're actually much better than you think you are. Um, or it might be that you have to adjust the actual time target that you're looking for. But setting the goal is sort of one thing. You can almost pluck that out of the air, but then you need to actually come down to much more of the almost not the full on planning, but an assessment of this goal. How realistic is this goal? How close am I to it? And what is it likely to take to achieve it? And then as we say, that falls into the whole time scales, time available, the kind of commitment level that you can make to achieving that goal. Yeah, I, I think the question really for most people, I think is not, it's not a case of, is this goal achievable? It's when is this goal achievable? Yeah. Because as you say, if we are willing to be patient enough and give ourselves long enough to train towards it, then why not have a go and set a lofty goal? But if you're going to say, well, okay, it's January now, turn of the new year. Um, I want to train for a spring marathon. I know we're talking what's going to happen next year, but let's say we want to train for a spring marathon. You've given yourself 16 weeks. You haven't really got a solid base of fitness and you're kind of starting from scratch as it were. Is that going to give you enough time to really make a big dent in perhaps your uh, your personal best in a marathon. I saw Alex Nibs has jumped on this um, uh, on this live. Great to great to see you, Alex. Virtually, uh, Alex has been a guest on. Our, he's he's the world champion, or sorry, he's the British uh, champion for the four hundred meters, the flat four hundred meters that he achieved this year. We've had him on the podcast, and we spoke when I had him on the show that he, you've got to give yourself long term goals. He gave himself a couple yeah. of weeks off. You know, his coach was advising him after that event. Right, just all this hard training, the tolerance is the, the toll is taken on your body. Have a breather, have a break, then go again and set long term goals. I mean, you know, elites will work for four years because yeah. their dream goal is a marathon. But yet, as recreational runners, we can often really shortcut that process yes. and give ourselves a and, really kind of you know short time. Yeah, and I think also we're almost talking about a goal as though it's one thing, and actually, you might have one goal, but there's that whole. I mean, you know, we can get really technical around process goals and outcome goals, but actually you might have one goal but you would have other goals along the way you know and again do you want to call those milestones whatever but it is around you know i think there's nothing wrong with and in fact i think there's a lot to be said with thinking long term and i think that is the trap i think you've touched on them there that a lot of people that perhaps i hate to use the word recreational runner because i think that undervalues the the time and effort and, and work that people put into their running but i think often we people do look quite short term in terms of six months. 
And I think actually, again, coming from a coaching background and coming from the athletics background that I do, we talk a lot about long-term development of athletes, often in relation to young people. But to be honest, if you're fairly new to running, that applies to you. Long-term development is not the kind of sport where you can come in and be an overnight superstar. You, you know, it just doesn't happen particularly if you're looking at those much longer distances or you're looking at really pushing yourself to the limits of your performance, that is something that is physiologically, let alone anything else, going to take probably two or three, if not three to five years to achieve. So, you know, you've got to put it in context. But you can have goals along the way. <laughs> you can have a goal in six months. Well, I, I spoke to somebody recently, and I can't remember who that was. I speak to a lot of people. And they were saying that it's kind of, it might have even been yourself, Joe, but they, they were saying that it's kind of accepted that in other sports, it takes a long time to build that foundation of ability. Yeah. Uh, so, for example, tennis or swimming is a classic one. You know, there's a big technical ability with that. So actually, before you just jump in the pool and smash out some big goal or, you know, break records, actually, you've got to learn to swim and you've got to learn to ride a bike and you've got to learn to, you know, hit, hit the ball with your racket. Whereas with running, because it's such a pure thing and it's something that pretty much everybody's done at some point in their life as a kid without really thinking about it as, a, as an activity, as something that they do recreationally or whatever, whatever phrase you want to use to describe that. We just think we should be good at it and we, we can just kind of throw ourselves into it. But there is a skill that's involved in it and there is a bit of a science, you know, and you, as you say, I think people like to think that, and I meant, I meant, I messaged one of my runners this morning, this actually sent her an email that I think runners like to think that we make progress in a linear fashion and it shows <laughs> in the numbers and every day we do a run and we, we get another 1% fitter and it doesn't work like that. There's those highs and lows. And you've got to ride those bumps mm. in the road. And I think that's important to take into account when we are setting goals. You mentioned there that we can get really detailed with stuff. Stuff it, let's do it. I think we should certainly touch a little bit on what you mentioned, which was process goals. Because I think yeah. people watching this either live now or, or on the rebroadcast will take a lot from that. So just give us an idea of what, what a process goal is, Joe. You explain this one. Okay, uh, so completely for illustrative purposes. So, um, you know, say I want to run... Um, the marathon in October. Okay, London Marathon in October. I'd like to run 315. I'd really love to run 315. <laughs> so what do I need to do to get there? Well, I always start with the goal and work backwards all the way from there to where I am now. So ideally, I want to be a process goal is probably more related to training than performance or so race performance. So I want to be thinking I can comfortably run a good three hour long run at a reasonably steady pace, perhaps with a bit of marathon specific pace thrown in around kind of five weeks before the marathon i want to be in that kind of shape so that's one sort of process goal i want to be running three hours comfortably with some marathon pace five weeks before then before that i might want to run a half marathon to test myself you know can i run this pace at half marathon i might want to run a half marathon at my max pace for half marathon, not my max pace sprinting, that would be ridiculous. But I also might want to run a half marathon at marathon pace as well. So can I sustain this marathon pace for half a marathon? Possibly in a race condition, but obviously again, that, that depends on subject to availability races. So that might be one of my process goals. I might also, perhaps as we come further back from it, want to be doing a little work on lactate threshold and lactate turning point. So there might be some specific training sessions that, that we use in there and I've you know I've talked to on 
my Instagram and things like that and articles I've written around some of the sessions that I use that were nice little markers for me. So again, you could call them those process goals, you know, a goal, can I run this session at this pace? And then I know that I'm, I'm, I've finished that kind of block of training and I'm ready to move on to the next step. So little goals along the way that ultimately form that pathway towards the big goal that I want to achieve, but also give me an idea because a goal is not something that's just chiseled into stone put on the wall and left there you know it is something that you've got to evolve it as you as you move you know and that might be unfortunately we're going back to what we said around it's not a linear process it might be that various things come up whether that's life injury illness coronavirus um that mean i've got to adjust that goal perhaps downwards but it might also be that training is going so well that you start to think okay maybe i can push a little bit more and, and actually move that goal to be more ambitious so you know it's it's that whole you know there's one there's the end goal but there's these various stepping stones along the way or process goals that i want to achieve to get to that point so it's it's a kind of a whole just a whole combination you know a, a whole series of things and i think it's important to make the distinction as well joe that a process goal isn't you registering just for a lot of races let's say they are going ahead each yeah. weekend and filling the calendar <laughs> they're they're not they're not process goals necessarily a process goal directly benefits your main goal your target yeah. goal that's what is helping you work towards that so joe's given example you give an example there joe of particular types of sessions and, and and where you need to be physiologically in terms of fitness to achieve various times and things in your main goal a process goal for me at the moment is actually my left arm yeah. i'm going to explain so and you you know because <laughs> we've spoken about this sort of stuff and you believe in you know the importance of running form and technique so i typically and i've had some assessments but i know that my left arm tends to swing over a little bit so I just want to tidy it up a bit. It's a habit for me. It naturally starts to come over. I know it's not the most efficient way of running. I'll, it's something I want to improve. That's going to help my efficiency. Hopefully it's going to help my economy. I don't know how, by how much, but it's certainly going to help me work towards my, my goal, my main goal of Manchester next year. So it can be something as small as some kind of technique aspect. And I'll tell you the other advantage of having a process goal. Now we've started this and opened this can of worms. Is it gives you some motivation as we get into the dark, cold winter months as we're all kind of thinking, gosh, although Jake and Joe were saying a marathon is 12 months away, it's not that far. It feels it. You want something to keep you on track. So when I go out there and I'm thinking, for example, of a five mile easy run and I'm focusing on my left arm, it's giving me a distraction, something yeah. to focus on. It's a process goal helping towards helping me work towards my main goal. Which kind of leads on to my other favourite topic, which is... I want to hear it. Do you too fit for your legs? You know, I love talking about yeah. it. Do you have the strength required? So actually, the further you are away from your goal, the more you can do that base preparation work. And what you've just said really feeds into that. So, you know, can you get your number of press ups up from a measly two to something more respectable, like a decent 50 <laughs> to throw a number around? <laughs> Joe spits his water. <laughs> I'm not demonstrating 50 press-ups now, girl. You didn't, this wasn't not in the chat. <laughs> Stuff that. You Get on the floor first. now, show me. No, something along those lines, you know, actually, can I improve my glute strength? Can I make sure that I do? My goal could be from now on or in three weeks time, I want to achieve to the situation where I do a proper dynamic warm-up for every session that I run. Not just get out there and run it out the front door because it's easy, convenient, and I can't be bothered. You know, little things like that along the way that actually are a sense of achievement that also then build good habits. And good habits are essential to kind of get that consistency 
that you need over time to get to that goal. It's got, it's got to start with a goal, hasn't it? And why you want to do it. We've not even mentioned mm -hmm. that, but I think people know that that's important. Why do I want to achieve this goal? And that kind of leads me nicely onto a point that is so, so important for me where goal setting is concerned, probably the most important. I know you know this, Joe, because I've banged on about this during <laughs> our chats, that the goal really has to match. Yes, it has to match where you are currently. So you have to have a bit of an idea of where you are current level of ability. And that enables you to, to, to shove in between the time frame. So from where you are to the goal you want to achieve, uh, the, the bigger the difference between the longer the time frame typically you need uh, to train for it. But the biggest thing is you've got to, got to, got to, got to make sure that you are willing to put the work in to achieve that goal. And that's a choice. That's not yeah. right. It's not wrong. Some people want to achieve 100% of what they're capable of. It doesn't matter what that, what that outcome is in terms of performance, but they want to get extract everything in a race, in a goal. Some people don't. Some people yeah. don't want to commit five, six, seven runs per week. They don't want to do that. They only want to run two or three times. And that's fine, by the way. But it's really important that you choose your goal according to the work you are willing yeah. to put in. So when people message me wanting some coaching, and I'm sure it's the case with yourself, Joe, and I ask classically, part of the consultation, how many times are you looking to run per week moving forward? They give me a number. And in my head, I'm thinking, right, that's probably on a good week. That's a hopeful <laughs> week. That's, do you know what I mean? That's, oh, yeah. I everything goes well. So if you're going to say four times a week, I'm thinking, OK, it's probably going to be more like three maybe the occasional two in there. So you've got to be really honest with yourself. And it goes back to what I said earlier. It is your goal. It doesn't matter if you don't want to run six times a week, but just make sure you appropriately choose yeah. the target. And I have to have that conversation with people. And it's difficult to have it as a coach because, you know, you want to help people achieve their aims and their ambitions. But sometimes your role is also to be, you know, the voice of realism. And I, you know, I... It, and you phrase it in different ways depending on the person and the, and the goal that they've chosen but sometimes you have to say right you can achieve this goal but you will need to add in these extra sessions and this extra work or there's another way i always remember my coach was was a fantastic coach you know how much i, I adore him and i remember he would say things to me like oh i wonder if you fancy doing an extra run on a saturday because you know it might be quite good just drop little seeds in to spark an idea to, to somebody to say if you put this little bit of extra work in you might achieve something more and as you say it is a choice and I, I always say to people if people can't stick to the training plan it's probably the wrong training plan you know we can argue around motivation and you know you should, if, you've, if you've agreed to a plan you should stick to it but I think when people consistently don't it's not the right plan for them and that comes back to that whole as you say it's, it's choice at the end of the day how much do I want this goal? And I have to understand that it only comes from hard work. You know, it, it sounds really brutal, but that's what it, you know, that is the reality. You have to put the work in. You don't just get good from saying, setting a goal. It doesn't just happen. So you have to have that realistic conversation with yourself and assessment. Am I willing to get up at 6am and do my run before work? Or am I willing to go out when it's dark and do my run? Am I willing to give up my Sunday morning every week to do it? And, it, and I don't mind if the answer is no, but we have to be honest between ourselves, whether it's yes or no, you know, and, and obviously, um, you know, unexpected things come up. But at the end of the day, it's no good setting a goal unless you understand what it is you're really taking on to achieve it. And, and you're happy with that. And if you are brilliant. And if you're not, well, let's revise it. Let's find what does work for you. I think everybody, 
every running coach could relate to that actually I, I had a chat with a guy that's going to be on our podcast soon this morning a running, fellow running coach and, and we touched on a great conversation on various elements of coaching and the challenges and the, the positives and you know the, all those kinds of things and sometimes it can feel like you're being a bit of a dream stealer and, and you're not <laughs> but you want to help people and, and you want to put them on that that right path and you know that's where the experience of a coach comes in i guess if you're an experienced coach because actually it's not always so black and white as we've said with running well yes you can definitely do this we have to say well, this might be possible but what we need to do is set a realistic time frame let's take some measurements as we go so in my case i do a lot of blood lactate testing or let's get you doing some time trials or some significant performances on route where we can then go okay this is realistic or it isn't realistic and then we can make that adjustment and just picking up on what you said there joe actually and we will wrap up soon but just picking up on what you said about um you mentioned i uh, lost my train of thought here the work like choice about yeah. you know are you willing to give up your sunday morning or whatever and all that stuff is a choice is it the right training plan for you i think it's also important to to be aware and accept the necessary work that you have to do so although you might think okay well i accept the fact that i'm, I'm going to run five times a week you might not necessarily have to do uh, you might not necessarily be able to do those five sessions as you want them Let's say you yeah. really enjoy hill reps or easy running or something. I'm just giving you an example. You might, not, you might not be able to do just those because actually you also need to do the work it takes that's necessary. And sometimes mm. it is a case of just doing the monotonous, boring, put the shoes on, get out there and plod the miles, you know. And we've had this chat, haven't we, Joe? When you're coaching runners, I really pride myself, as I know you do, on giving people creative sessions that take them out of their <laughs> comfort zone. But actually you can't funk up every single session that you do. My, my session's yeah. on. I have to do my bread and butter. I have to get out there and just put the trainers on, the easy runs and think, well, do you know what? I'm just going to run today because I know it's helping me work towards Manchester. I'm going to think about this bloody damn left arm, you know? This so is I think it. This... I mean, yeah, at the end, yeah, totally. I was thinking it's not a good session if I don't have to explain it 25 times because it's so complicated. <laughs> However, that aside, at the end of the day, every single endurance event relies mostly, and you know, 75% plus up to 90 odd when you get to the marathon, on basic aerobic fitness which ultimately comes from steady running so plug your ipod in whatever ipod <laughs> what am i you know what i mean my god music in your podcast <laughs> and get out there and do that stuff it takes that as well it's not all great fun jazzy goodness me reps thrashing myself there's a lot of steady running that you have to do as well and some of it's quite boring and some of it's unmotivational but that will make the difference all of it, it makes the difference it's a necessary evil <laughs> joe it's always a pleasure catching up with you this is becoming quite a regular thing on the friday so make sure you keep your eye on the running with jake instagram page obviously on joe's instagram page running joe 10k make sure you check that out we're going to alternate each friday it's going to be very confusing we're going to really know. throw it's you pretty folks but you know so, trying to be fair fair and equitable between the two of us <laughs> but it's like training sessions you want to mix it up get creative right so next friday we are on your page which we is are. running joe 10k we're going to be talking about all things running of course giving you guys lots of motivation inspiration hopefully some tips around the topics that we discuss and so make sure you check that out of course keep your eye on the running with jake podcast as well if you do want more hints tips motivation you can download that on all your mobile apps your podcast <laughs> apps all good mobile stores done <laughs> right i've got to get back now because i've got i'm back at it writing my training plans for my guys next week i've got five more to do i'm in the i'm in the thick of it come on Let's have a great Whereas weekend. Whereas I am pumpkin carving. <laughs> Do you want to swap? Do you want to swap? Have you tried pumpkin carving? It's a nightmare. You start out with 
it's, it's much like marathon training. You start out with amazing sub three hour plans and halfway through you think this is a lot of hard work and quite messy. <laughs> I'm, I'm pleased we've had this chat. So I've got to write these training plans and I've got to practice uh, 50 press ups and now <laughs> carving. It's becoming a busy Friday. Joe, a pleasure. Have a great weekend. Everybody, speak to you very soon. That was Running With Jake, The Quick Hit. Hear the brand new full-length podcast every Wednesday or catch up now by searching Running With Jake, The Podcast.